Today we walk through how to make the classic of all classics, tomato soup and grilled cheese. The kicker? We do it from scratch in 30 minutes or less. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and today we are making grilled cheese with tomato soup in 30 minutes or less. Now, there are a few things in life that reach the height of perfection that you will find while dipping a crunchy, gooey grilled cheese into a bowl of creamy tomato soup. A staple of childhood lunches for generations. What's not to love? Although there are some decent canned soups out there, nothing beats the homemade stuff. So today we make the soup from scratch using only a handful of ingredients. We speed up the process by using canned tomatoes instead of fresh ones. This makes a really delicious, quick soup. Now, it may not look it, but this meal is very filling. Having said that, if you're serving it for dinner, feel free to add a salad to it as well. A note about basil. So I use fresh basil for this and highly recommend that you do the same. It adds a much fresher flavor than dried basil. If you buy basil for this and have a bunch left over, simply puree it with a touch of olive oil and freeze it into shallow ice cubes. One or two cubes of basil puree would flavor this soup very nicely, or anything else. Okay, enough chit chat, let's get into it. So for the soup, I used one can of whole, of whole tomatoes with reduced salt, three cloves of garlic, one baseball sized onion, six to eight nice sized basil leaves, half a cup of whipping cream, one tablespoon sugar, and salt and pepper to taste. For the grilled cheese, I used four slices of shard gluten-free bread, but obviously use whatever you like. And this made two grilled cheese, but you can make as many as you'd like as well. And then for each sandwich, I had four slices of cheese, so eight quarter-inch slices of aged cheddar. You can use whatever cheese you want or a variety, such as Swiss cheddar and jack cheese. Works very well, too. And then two to three tablespoons of butter just to butter the bread. All right, let's get cooking. At 5 to 10, or excuse me, at 10 after 5 p.m., I gathered all my ingredients, diced my onion, garlic, and basil. And the size that you cut this stuff isn't super important because it's going to be pureed later on. However, it is still important to cut it up fairly small so that it'll cook quickly and evenly. Uh, this took me about 5 minutes. So at 5.15 p.m., uh, I was done dicing the onions and everything. The trick to dicing the onions is to first cut off the top. Uh, next, cut the onion in half down through the root peel the onion and then at this point you should have two peeled onion halves with the root still attached the root holds the onion together the next step is to make a few horizontal cuts making sure to keep your fingers flat and clear of the knife your horizontal cut should be separated by about a quarter inch now likely you will need two uh, of these horizontal slices in your onion but you still don't want to cut through the root next using the same principle um, make some vertical cuts now these should go all the way through the onion, but again, not through the root. So you want to cut down to the cutting board, but not through the root of the onion. Use your tip, the tip of your knife to do this. It's easiest to make vertical, vertical cuts with the root of the onion pointing away from you. The root should still be intact so that your onion is mostly being held together. And finally, cut across the onion and the slices you've made, leaving a perfectly diced onion. Now this is very, very hard for me to explain without visual aids. So I highly recommend that you go to howtonotburnshit.com and even if you don't want to read it that's fine it's you're hearing the whole post anyway but just kind of scroll down and take a look at the pictures because it, it's so much easier just to show you as opposed to tell you how to do this but i think it's important because once you see how this is done it'll kind of blow your mind 
Now, uh, for this, we also had to peel and chop some garlic and basil. For the garlic, you just cut the root off, press down firmly to flatten the clove, and then the peel comes right off. And then you just rough chop it. For the basil, you wash it and dry it, pat it, pat it dry with paper towel, roll the leaves into like a cigar shape, and then slice them. It, it's pretty straightforward. Okay, so... Uh, by 5.15, the onion, garlic, and basil were ready. I added one tablespoon of olive oil to a medium pot along with the onion and garlic, and I put the pot over medium heat and cooked the onions until they were soft. Usually, I am pretty adamant that the pot be preheated and the onions go in long before the garlic, but the reason it doesn't matter here is because we're only cooking the onions long enough to soften them, and we didn't cut the garlic very small. This just means that there isn't going to be time for the garlic to burn, as we aren't trying to color the onions, a hot pot isn't needed. At this point, I started cutting the cheese, and all this took me about three minutes. So onions and garlic are in the pot with some olive oil on the stove, and I started. I cut the cheese. 5.18. At 5.18, I buttered my bread, stacked the slices buttered side together, and topped, uh, topped one of them with cheese. I stacked the butter, the bread like that, so with the two buttered sides together just to keep everything neat and tidy. Uh, by 5.22, the cheese was all cut, and the sandwiches were assembled. 523, the onions were softened and just started to brown, and I opened up a can of tomatoes and added them to the pot. Um, I added the basil, cream, sugar, and some salt and pepper as well. Using an immersion blender, I pureed all the ingredients until they were smooth. A regular blender can be used as well, but rather than adding all the ingredients into the pot, add everything into the blender along with the cooked onion and garlic. Once everything is pureed, add it back into the pot and heat now that the soup was pureed, it went back over medium heat and was left to heat through and simmer while I made the grilled cheese. 528. Now that the soup is all but done, I started heating my cast iron skillet over medium heat. Now, if you don't have cast iron, use what you do have. But ideally, you should have a pan big enough to make multiple grilled cheeses at once. This will obviously save you on time. It took about three minutes for the pan to heat up, and once it was hot, I separated my two slices of bread and put the buttered side of the slice with the cheese on it down. I topped this with the second piece of bread with the butter side up. Now this might be, you know, I might be saying this in a confusing way. So cheese in the middle of two pieces of bread with butter on the outside of both pieces. That feels like a much better explanation. I put the second sandwich in as well. Um, the key to an evenly cooked grilled cheese is to keep it moving. Um, every 45 seconds or so, I move the grilled cheese around my pan. Uh, I do this to make sure it's not sitting on a hot or cold spot. Now, once it's golden brown on one side, I flip it over and brown it on the other. Now, what you'll probably notice is that both sides of the sandwich will be brown, but the cheese won't be melted. Now, once both sides are browned, I keep flipping the sandwich every minute or so. This keeps both sides hot, heats the sandwich evenly through, and gives the cheese time to melt without burning the bread. Now, if you feel like the bread is going to burn, um, even with all the flipping, turn the heat down a bit. You know, it's pretty straightforward. 5.35 p.m. By 5.35, the grilled cheese and the soup were both done, plated, and the final pictures have been taken. Within this time, I also made a non-gluten-free grilled cheese for my wife, so three grilled cheeses in total. If you need to make a bunch of grilled cheese, cook them in a pot or in a pan just enough to toast the bread on both sides, and then put them in a 350-degree oven for five to seven minutes, flipping them at least once. This should be enough to melt the cheese, and you can make a lot of them this way. I added a bit of olive oil, cream, basil, and pepper to the top of the soup for garnish. Um, and if you look at the pictures, one doesn't have cream in it, and you can really tell the difference in contrast. Conclusion. 
This meal took me no time at all and is guaranteed to please. The best part is that it works just as well for a Saturday lunch as it does for a Tuesday dinner. Once you try this and see how quickly it comes together and how delicious it, delicious it is, I doubt you will ever want to go back to canned soup. So there you have it. Tomato soup and grilled cheese from scratch in 30 minutes or less. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Well, you can find all of this written out in recipe form and, and all the pictures and everything, which I highly recommend you check out. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5, and tomorrow is Brief History Day, and we're going to check out the brief history of Minute Maid. So I hope that you have a great Monday, everybody. I'll see you then. And thank you again, as always, for listening. Oh, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. Have a good one.